Hi there, I'm Claudia and this is the China Chats podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Claudia. For those of you who know me, you'll probably have a good idea of why I wanted to create this podcast. But for those of you who don't, I wanted to give you a little bit more context and a bit of a backstory about myself, which will help you understand how all of this came to be. My name is Cloda. I was born and raised in Ireland and went to China for the first time at the age of 19. I started studying Mandarin for the first time at university in Ireland when I was just 17. This isn't because I'm some genius or anything. I just chose to skip the optional year in our school. Definitely wouldn't recommend going to university at 17. Anyway, I digress. I don't have a background in languages. Like any normal Irish person, I speak English as my first language. An embarrassingly small amount of Irish, unfortunately. And then I chose to learn German in school, which I can now speak very little of. So, when I began studying Mandarin in university, I found it really difficult. I was never naturally gifted at languages, but I persisted and I thought I was progressing. That was until I landed in Beijing for the first time on a hot August day to study there for a year in 2013. It turns out that what we had learned in our class in Ireland was fuck all in the grand scheme of things, and I felt very out of my depth for the majority of that year abroad. A year later, I returned home to continue my final year of university, and when I tell you I had grown so much as a person, I can't even begin to explain it. My language abilities had improved significantly. It turns out it's much easier to learn a language when you're immersed in it and surrounded by it 24-7. Who knew? (laughs) And I felt like a whole new world had opened up to me. The world of travel, languages, and it felt like the possibilities were endless. Fast forward to one year later, and as I finished my degree, I still had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. So, naturally, I hopped on a plane back to China. When I really thought about it, I felt like I had spent the last four years learning Mandarin and... Even though I had come a long way, I knew that I still had a long way to go. I decided to look into a year-long language course in China, and I quickly realized there were scholarships available for these kinds of things. And you bet I was filling in all of those forms and crossing my fingers. I was lucky enough to be granted a scholarship to study Mandarin for two semesters at Hainan Normal University on the island of Hainan. This is a tiny island just off the southern coast of China. If you've never heard of Hainan, it's described as the Hawaii of China. And that's honestly a pretty accurate description. The island is incredibly beautiful. There are gorgeous sandy beaches, fresh coconuts, fresh mangoes that are the best you will ever taste. And it's just a lot more laid back than the bigger Chinese cities on the mainland. I'll save you the ins and outs, but just know that year was amazing. It was filled with travel, beach days, and some learning in there too for good measure. And long story short, I met a guy. So, you know, 
That kept me in China a bit longer than I expected. Six years in total, to be exact. <laughs> After my fun-filled year on the island of Hainan, I ventured to a first-tier city in the south of China. That city was Guangzhou. For those of you who aren't overly familiar with cities in China, they are unofficially classed in first, second, and third-tier cities based on things like their size, the commerce, and the population. Also, outside of these cities, obviously, there are smaller towns and rural areas, but that will give you an idea of just how many big cities there are in China that they have to be classed into three different tiers for the major ones. The first tier cities you'll probably know are Beijing, Shanghai, and then there's also ones like Shenzhen and my new home of Guangzhou. The second tier cities are cities like Xiamen, Harbin, and Zhuhai. And the third tier cities you probably won't have heard of. There's a lot of them that even I haven't heard of. Anyway, back to my new home of Guangzhou. You can picture Guangzhou as a smaller version of Shanghai. It has an incredible skyline of skyscrapers, countless places to try new foods, a library and a museum that look very futuristic. Guangzhou is a lot bigger than the island I just left, but small enough not to feel completely lost. But lost was where I was. When I got to Guangzhou, I jumped into the work that was easiest to get, teaching English. Even though by this time my Mandarin was at a really good level, I found it incredibly difficult to find jobs other than English teaching because I didn't have another specialism or skill set like business or marketing or sales. After spending a couple of years teaching English, I was really eager to pivot into something else and was lucky enough to find a job in an export company. This company worked with American clients and helped them to manufacture their products in factories in China. My boss was an American guy that lived in China for a few years and helped me learn a lot about manufacturing and how to deal with both Chinese factories and foreign clients. When I tell you that it was a steep learning curve, I really mean it. But I got to use Mandarin a lot in my daily work, as most of the other workers in our office were Chinese. I stayed in this company for a year or two, and then I decided I wanted to pivot more into marketing. Easier said than done when you have no experience in that area. In the meantime, I had taken an urgent trip home to Ireland on January 2nd, 2020, and we all know what happened next. China shut down before Ireland did. I was in the middle of getting my passport renewed. And by the time it had came through, China was a no-go. I had no choice but to stay in Ireland. I got to work finding myself a job here. And after months of searching, I found something that seemed ideal. It was a job working for Amazon. I'd been able to use my Mandarin skills because I would be dealing with the Chinese market. I knew this wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was definitely a step in the right direction. I began working for Amazon and a job I had been so grateful to get 
slowly turned into a job I was eager to leave sooner than I thought. A year after I started with Amazon, I got a job offer in a company that I had been applying to for over a year. If you haven't realized this by now, my career journey hasn't been super straightforward. Part of it is because I myself didn't know what I wanted to do. Another part of it is that I didn't know anyone in a similar position. Someone who had studied Mandarin and gone on to use it in their career or had a career that was strongly linked to China. Back to the job offer I got. It would definitely help keep me linked to China as it had offices all over the world, including Asia. So after a year of trying to get an interview, I finally started working for TikTok. The reason I'm sharing this is I hope it can help someone else to see you can pivot at any stage in your career. The path to do so might not seem very clear, but if you take the leap of faith and are willing to work hard, you can literally do anything you want. Anyway, this isn't some love letter to TikTok. Here we are in October of 2023, and after two years, I've just finished working with TikTok. I'm getting ready for a new adventure. I'm moving to a whole new continent. And I can't wait to explore my new home for the next year, New Zealand. So you might be asking yourself, where does this podcast come in? China Chats. This is something that I wish I had when I was wondering what I could do coming out of university. It's something I wish I had when I was trying to pivot away from English teaching in China but I didn't know what other job opportunities there were out there for someone like me. I still follow a lot of Chinese news, business, marketing, social media. I find it so interesting. And I hope that China Chats will be able to encompass that. So from this podcast, you can expect interviews with people working across industries like social media, education, business, who will share their stories to remind you that you can pivot no matter what stage of your career you are at. There will also be solo episodes of just me bringing you news from China, including social media trends, business nudes, and tech developments. And most of all, you will hear real stories from real people. I hope that in some way, they will inspire you. If you've listened this far, are you okay? But no, really, thank you. I really do appreciate it. If you think of someone you would love to hear interviewed on the China Chats podcast, please send us over their name and we will do our best to make that happen. I say we, but I just mean me. This is a solo passion project that I really hope somebody out there can listen to and it will help them in some way. Thank you so much for listening. Your support means more than you could imagine. If you could, please follow us on whatever platform you're listening. And if you're feeling really generous, you can even give us a review. Next time on the China Chats podcast, I will be chatting with Kimberly Xie Smith. Have you ever wondered what it's like to raise a bilingual child? Kimberly shares the lows and highs with us. Next time on the China Chats podcast.